This episode is sponsored by Dewey's Corner Pub. Visit Dewey's Corner Pub for great drink specials, delicious food, and awesome music and entertainment. Dewey's Corner Pub is located at 812 North Piedra Street in El Paso, Texas. This episode is also sponsored by the El Paso Wing Factory. The El Paso Wing Factory is a family-friendly restaurant located in the Five Points area specializing in wings, craft beer, and great times. Visit the El Paso Wing Factory at 801 North Piedra Street, Suite 2. Please follow Dewey's Corner Pub and the El Paso Wing Factory on Instagram and Facebook for updates and additional info. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. I'm your host, Sweet Jesus. Got my co-host, Candace, in the house. Sweet Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Speak directly into the mic. Let's see. Give me, give me a couple checks because I, I thought I did the, the sound check. No, now that I'm talking, I think you need to. Does it sound low? Yeah. Say it. Give me another check. Uh, I don't know what to say. Not that. <laughs> Again? How about now? It's a little better. A little bit. Oh, yeah. You're speaking a little low, though. <laughs> Just a little sad. Sorry, listeners. Very special guest. We got two guests, but more like a, a special guest co host. My brother from another, another mother, Tito, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? But the, the guest of honor today, an ex uh, or an, an alumni, so to speak been on an episode before one of pretty much one of the uh, you know most highly talked about episodes Pe- people's favorite episode is uh the rico episode the homie rico velas yeah man so i was mad excited to do this episode uh you know for the listeners they they've heard you on the on previous episode episode 99 right on the cusp of reaching 100 and uh, you know, we talked pretty much gave your life story. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. All, all up, <laughs> it was it was it was everything, man. I, w- I wasn't good enough for the hundredth episode. It was it was the the teaser too. No, dude, honestly, I don't, I don't like to. I'm like you know, I look at the the episodes like my kids. You know, I love them all the same. I like to say that, but no, I have favorites. And uh, no, I you can pin episodes on SoundCloud, and that's here's is the one that's I keep that one pinned on top in case like somebody that's never heard of it they go. They stumble upon Suji's Radio, they can listen to them first. Like, listen to episode 99 first. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the that's, <laughs> that's the, the hook. That's the hook. <laughs> yeah, that's, check that one out. Don't listen to uh, 88, because that's where I made that weird joke. But uh, but listeners, we're going to get into all kinds of shit. We want to catch up. For those that don't know, uh, Rico, you know, again, he's uh, just a businessman, owns multiple businesses. Just a, in my opinion, you know, he's... Uh, I, I look up to him. I wish he would mentor me. <laughs> <laughs> Owner of Dewey's uh, El Paso Wing Factory, about to open another business. Uh, we're going to talk about that. So we're going to catch up on all of that. But I highly recommend checking out that episode too, if uh, if you have time. But let's get into it, man. So let's. I wanted to start off with uh, just the current status or the state of your you know, your current bars and restaurants. Dewey's because of Corona. I just want to. I want to let you just let you loose, man, because I know you got yeah. strong opinions about let shit. Me, let me get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have like prepared questions because I already just I read your posts on Facebook and they're well written. It's not just you know political left right liberal conservative. It's actual well thought out, middle of the road, 
You got to stick to the facts. Facts. Yeah, that's what Reality. Not yeah. picking any teams, no tribalism, just facts. That's it. That's it. So if you can kind of talk about how that affected you, because that's one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on today, man. Well, you know, I, I've never been a very political person, and I'd like to focus on, on facts. So when this pandemic hit, you know, um, we were following it when the cases started making news headlines, and we're like, all right, it's not going to affect El Paso. Like, all right, it's not yeah. going to be major. And then the cases started, you know, the media started hyping up a little bit. And you're like, oh, all right. And I like to watch all media. I like to watch Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Yeah. And everybody had a different approach towards sensationalism on it. I was like, oh, is this, <laughs> is this going to be serious? Like, is this something? And then the downplaying a little bit, you know, you're like, okay, it's not going to affect El Paso too much. And then from one day to the next, boom, boom. on St. Patrick's Day, yeah. the yep. busiest day of the year for the bar industry, they shut us down. Yeah, I and remember they, that. They, they made it such a broad, they, they, they painted that with a broad brush. So we were supposed to shut down on the 18th. So technically bars could stay open until midnight. Yeah. But some of us, you know, we took it pretty serious. So we closed early um, and other bars stayed open later. I regret closing Shouts to those bars. Yeah, you know, like props, man. You guys did it right. You were able to afford rent for one more month. Well, we did it. The, you know, we shut down early, trying to be good people. We missed out. You know, yeah. there was, was people still out there, um, and that was ninety days. That first closure was ninety days, and I was very irate because um, the, the, the closure didn't have a lot of insight. We just knew that you know there was a serious pandemic out there or or virus. Um, there wasn't a lot of information about it, so we were learning as we go. But to be closed for 90 days. That's, yeah. And, you know, that rent still got to get paid. With no plan. With no plan. There was yeah. nothing for, 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 for bars particularly. Um, and then I had the El Paso Wink Factory that was ready to open you up. Were, yeah, you were about to open that up right when we all this stuff happened. ready to open and boom. So how do you open up in a pandemic? Well, you know, you just got to take those lemons and make lemonade so uh, <laughs> like a gotta, lemon shandy you gotta wing it yeah we have to oh. wing it but, uh, <laughs> all right i see why you're a co-host now I see what you, okay all right i'm getting this all right, all right. good call good call all right good job good job candace everybody all right candace <laughs> be here all night guys <laughs> uh, so we 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 uh set up the drive-thru for to go only and um, for Dewey's, for those first, for the first month, we stayed we stayed completely closed. But then we realized that we were still. Uh, they updated the mandate so you could sell food to go with with alcohol. Do you remember what date around that was? That was, was about, it after the ninety days. No, it was it was after the first thirty. Yeah, it was just going fast. After the thirty, okay. After the first thirty, uh, Abbott updated the mandate, allowed us to sell food to go and, and booze to go. Um, I was on yeah. the fence on that one. I'm not a big fan of the of the food to go just because of liabilities and. People have been without bars for 30 days. Imagine what's going to happen, you know, when you go through a drive-thru just to get one sandwich and 30 shots, you know? <laughs> That's true. There is liability. Uh, can I get some fries and almost a keg? That's pretty much what was going on, you know? Fries and a pony keg, please. Yeah, you get a case of beer and ice. ice. There's people selling, like, jugs of oh, it was nuts. mixed. I'm not, I don't know. I'm, but there's, like, adios motherfuckers in a yeah. gallon. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for it, but I mean, yeah. from an owner's perspective, yeah, it's it's a uh, you know you never know. You're not gonna knock down the next man's hustle. You just gotta yeah, I love sit it back I love and watch. <laughs> and, you know, but we weren't on that level. After 30 days, we decided to reopen um, under those mandates and did food to go. So we had some a really good menu at Dewey's, pretty very good menu actually. Yeah, you know, I've sandwiches were on point. 
So we got a lot of support, like amazing amount of support from people that uh, they they honestly didn't even have to order from us. They they could have got cheaper sandwiches at Subway. Um, they could have got catering for their office parties, but tons of friends stepped up. First responders that were you know have medical. I made offices. it a point to go eat there a couple times for see sure. Yeah, it was it was really nice, man. It was really cool. To show see love, that love too. You know what I'm saying? You've always shown us love, so like. I appreciate why would I, that. Why, why, why would I go to Subway when I can go to my homie? That's right. That's For right. Sure. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it. I feel like if anything, that's one of the upsides of the pandemic is that it kind of made people more appreciative and then also want to give back to small businesses or local because it was kind of more like, oh, shit, we're going through it. Can you imagine these small businesses who depend yeah. on us? Absolutely. It's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Paso is a different beast. Like this city... Um, it, it it comes together at the right times. Yeah. And though outside influences could play a role in trying to change our state of mind, you cannot change the culture. And that chunkla rules, you know? So the pop- <laughs> that, that is something That's the name that of the I've episode. Yeah. Chunkla rules. Oh, man. Like, I, I've learned that, uh, you know, that has been part of the heritage in the city that has molded some of the people that are making the important decisions now. You know, they're not very sensitive. They're not um, easily influenced. And that upbringing of getting hit, you know, and yeah, and, and yeah we're not condoning, you know, that violence and stuff. But we're just saying, like, <laughs> look, look, you That's step on the line. It was, though. Yeah, you're a six year old, and you're throwing a tantrum. You get that chunk, like you're done. Like, <laughs> it, 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 problem solved. It's over. And some people never got the chunkla, and those are the people right now making these decisions, and it's sad. That's you know? true. Some people never got that's the chunkla. That's that's some people that make making decisions. That's exactly. an interesting perspective. And that's a new t-shirt, guys. Go ahead and put that one on the next that's good one. Ask me about my chunkla. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you got to carry a chunkla for reals. Yeah. If somebody asks you, left you better. left chunkla under your shirt? <laughs> we need to sell chunklas, period. You <laughs> sell chunklas to your dog with sharp edges and shit. Yeah. We're referring, listeners were referring to, uh, you know, Rico's shirt. He has a shirt that says, ask me about my ninja disguise. He flips it around and there's a ninja mask in there. You, you have to see it. We'll have to take a picture. But yeah, man. So just in general, uh, so you're about to open the El Paso Wing Factory doing a lot of this. Right. Can you kind of get, go into detail, like what was going through your mind? Because there were several bars that were about to open right around the time that this yeah, happened. It was, it was tough. You know, I, I finally found a good group of backers that would see my vision and I convinced them, hey man, like let's back me up on this El Paso Wing Factory concept. And, uh, you know, to open up, in a, as it is, it was very risky to open up in a market that's dominated by Wing Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Wing Daddies, which is, you know, amazing success story as well. Yeah. Wing Shack. And Even me as just a, a buddy of yours, I was wondering, it's like, yeah. I wonder if he'll make it, then Corona happens, but just there's a lot of wing places already. Exactly, exactly. It's and like, you know, the locally owned, you gotta give them, you know, their, oh, their yeah, success stories. They're doing yeah. great. And I just wanted something that when we expand, you could you could be a wing all day, but to expand the Opossum brand, which we are a city that I think stands out from the rest, and I don't say that just because I've been here for over twenty years. I just believe in it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a different passion out there. The city is embraces. And uh, I just wanted to do something to honor it. So instead of doing the basic wing, we did we did craft wings on the menu. Mm. So we did the peanut butter and jelly wings, with street taco wings. See, um, when you say like that, now I have to try them. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> it is it is a production. And I had these visions of these flavors, and uh, it's almost like how uh, a musician would describe a sound in his head where he's like, oh, you oh, know, I, this is what this is what I hear, but I just can't. My fingers can't put it on onto onto the keyboard yet, or 
So you're calling yourself a genius? Not yet, not yet. (laughs) I'll be a genius when we expand and somebody says, hey, you're a genius, fuck that. Here's $5 million. This guy's one of my heroes. Walk away. (laughs) That's true, that's true. But no, you've done a lot, man. So we were able to put these flavors together and open up. Uh, We did uh, takeout only. And then by day 90, they lifted it up and we opened up for dine-in at 50%. Um, but we had a huge patio in the back. We have a huge patio in the yeah. back, and that helped us That's out a nice lot. That's a nice patio, yeah. That helped us out a lot. So uh, people were just showing up, and, and they were showing up during the closure just for to-go. Yeah. But once we were able to have dine-in, um, we were abiding by the man. I was just waiting mask. for the dine-in, and as soon as that happened, boom, I was there, Yeah, man. it was great. It's been great. The support's been great. Um, I, I just, you know. Can you give us some of the, as much as you can say, yeah. I don't know if any, of the, if any of this is top secret, but the... Uh, just the behind the scenes, dealing with the changes in the laws and the ordinances and whatever the fuck you want to call them, mandates, like dealing with the inconsistency of it. What do you have to do? Do you have to call somebody? It's or do you have to check? Do you have to get a license? I don't know how any of that works. I'm, talk to me like I'm a first grader on that shit because I literally don't. So if we're talking about the, the first round, <laughs> the first round of closures, you know, they, they open us back, they, they open us up and then they close us down three weeks in. Yeah. So... Anybody in the bar industry or in the business understands you don't you don't pay your bills you know in the first month you got to get that full month in and then that last week you really don't pay anything you try not to order anything you try to just write okay. your inventory out because you have a feel for exactly what you're doing in profit and if you have longevity in the business then you already know exactly where your numbers should be at but we were we were banking on that last week we're like okay mm. man we we really need this last week to break even and they shut us damn so there's no profit once again you're stuck. And the loans weren't coming in. They released these. Yeah, I saw you posting about loans. Yeah, I was, I was heated over. That's why I want to know the details about because I don't know. It sounded it was Greek to me. It, 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 so the feds agreed on getting these billions in for the relief funds and the CARES Act, and that was supposed to go to small businesses. Okay. Well, for me, in my opinion, this was handled wrong. So the money, by all means, yes, let's 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 prov- let's approve those funds. But to give it to the local banks to mm. distribute, listen, this is a small city. It's a beautiful city. The movers and shakers move with movers and shakers. And I could guarantee you that the minute the idea of those funds being released to the bank was released, the banks already knew and they're already calling their top accounts. Oh, yeah. And their right. top accounts are the people that are already. Cronyism type they're shit. They're the ones yep. that already don't need the money. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. You always need the money if you're in business and you're well, doing very well. If you have a business, you still need it it's because about money. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're in business for. We're in the business to one give back to the community, of course. But you can only do that if you're profitable. And but in a be, sense, it was kind of like a blanket way of doing things blanket. as opposed to case by case, well, as they, it should be. They did it case by case, but okay. the insight is it's almost like insider trading. You already know you're gonna get oh, okay, you know your bank's gonna get approved yeah. for. Let's say uh, ten million dollars, and you could issue out ten million dollars in loans. Well, and that's a low number. Um, that's hard to regulate that shit, though. Too. Huh? It was insane. So, no one really knows this, but this is all public knowledge. There were entities that were getting five million dollar loans, two million dollar loans, one million dollar. They didn't need it, quote unquote, as much as they didn't need it. <laughs> you know, like you, you think about yeah. it, they're, they're closed, but their services don't really require them to stay closed. They were still allowed to operate, but they still got these funds. Yeah, and you're wondering, like. What about us? So the small business guys, the the ones doing under a million dollars a year in sales, um, and with 10, 15 employees, we were left just hanging there waiting yeah. for the scraps. So the money ran out, 
in the first round, and then you see the headlines of Ruth Chris got five million dollars. Yeah, that must be extremely frustrating. Like, Ruth Chris, like I, I just, I just spent one hundred and ninety dollars on a steak. You know, like are you gonna take five million? Like that's not even right. Yeah, um, and that was just one of many entities that you're seeing that they the money grab was over, and all they had to do was make a phone call. And when we made a phone call. It was submit this, submit that. That's a thirty minute day, yeah. a thirty minute wait, or a thirty day wait, and turn around, and then the money runs out. Red tape shit. And you're like, what the hell just yeah. happened? And you dig in, and you find out that I don't golf with bankers. I don't invite my bankers out to lunch. I, I'm not yeah. even in bed with the bank. We're self made. Yeah. Um, and I need to learn to get to that level to establish yeah. those relationships. So if you're listening, bankers, don't hold it against me. You know? <laughs> I still want that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, still want to grow out I'm not here. About you. I'm just angry. <laughs> well, your your shit's it's the banks, but it's also just the government. The way it was handled, it was handled wrong. Um, there wasn't a lot of research done. It you just can't um, put dirt in a hole and expect something to grow out of it. You got to seed it, care for it, soil it you know, fertilize it, process it, and they just put that money out there and the money disappeared very fast. And there's still entities out there that when they released that list um, locally that it made my head spin. I'm like, wow, that, that business got five million? And that's insane. How, I, that's why I wanted to talk to you about this because that's, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, it's mind-blowing. It was very mind-blowing and <laughs> the there's fuck? no shame. You know, now that uh, now that enough time has passed and, and uh no one's really interested in what exactly did our government, what did what exactly did our council members, our mayor, what, yeah. what did our leadership, our elected officials do with yeah. those fundings? And my biggest question that I always bring up every now and then, sarcastically, but it it is a concern. Is you know, we're looking at 118 million dollars, and I think it was actually 180. It was 118 million grant, maybe 82 million was for COVID tracing alone. How do you spend what does that mean? 82 million? COVID tracing? You just said it, yeah. COVID tracing. What, what does, does that mean? mean? <laughs> what does that entail? PSK. Uh, so, yeah, it's made, like really vague, intentionally it was very probably. vague. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, for me, the simple solution is everybody has a smartphone, create an app. You got to log into that app, and that tells you where you've been at, and follow the, follow the you know, follow. I mean, the, this is a topic that we can go on forever. Oh, this is endless. Right? This is endless. But at the end but, of the day, we're not in those positions to yeah. make those decisions. So it's different when you're heavy as the crown. When you're holding yeah, that crown, it's, 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 it's a little bit that's different. That's why in their defense, quote unquote, it's yeah. hard to regulate all that shit. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't trust these motherfuckers. But that's kind of the the pros and cons to capitalism, so to speak, because I'm I'm a fucking red blooded fucking American <laughs> capitalist. I'm a red blooded capitalist. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because I hang out with a bunch of fucking uh, you know, most of my friends are you know probably leftists to some degree. I'm not right or left, but if I had to pick one, I'll go with capitalism all day. But that's kind of the the negative side of it is you know the cronyism, the lobbying, the fuck you know fucking uh, quick pro quo type shit. Right. Uh, but you know you accept it and you you adapt and you keep it moving. Right. So that's what I like about Rico. He's speaking on it. He's giving an opinion on it, but he ain't necessarily bitching. Like he's gonna like I'm gonna give my opinion, but I'm also gonna adapt and move on and right. figure out a way well, navigate. You have to. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of people are fucking crybabies out there. Yeah, <laughs> I hate no, a crybaby. This is a game of I hate chess. A motherfucking you know, crybaby. It's dog. a game of chess, not checkers, and you gotta. And that's the lesson I hope that the people get is like, don't be a fucking crybaby. Like, adapt to the shit. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. Venting is fine, but vent accordingly yeah. and to the right people. Because if not, you're, just, you're looking exactly the way you're describing. Catch keep it moving. Like, right. Don't stay venting right. <laughs> forever. Right. <laughs> Dwelling right. on that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which a lot of people do that shit. Too it's, too much. It's like boxing, man. You get knocked down. What are you gonna do? You gotta yeah. get back up. You, you know, you just got hit. Wake it could be up. down there. Oh, if it wasn't for the ref, right. I right. nobody would be counting I to slipped. ten. Uh, I slipped yeah. and the gloves were heavy. Like, nah, man. A lot, you got a lot of people out. have that approach to life. 
So how do you feel about one of the things was, uh, you know, I, I was talking about this today. I was, uh, you know, one of my friends, a few of my friends are very just pro gung ho with the locking shit down. And I'm trying to tell them there's more to, for one, I mean, I can go on and on about it, but right. dude, it's not just, you're fine. You're working or you're getting your little check, but some businesses are, you know, forced to shut down. Right. That's their livelihood. Some people are getting checks and whatnot, but that, that, that money is running out. Right. I have friends, you know, I bumped into Chris Chavez, photographer the other day at Albertsons. His shit's, I hope he doesn't mind me saying his name, but his money is running out, like the, <laughs> that shit that he got from the government. My point is there's psychological aspects to it. Absolutely. If you're like trying to feed your kids, your family, there's depression, like how the fuck, mm -hmm. depression, anxiety, that leads to drinking, that yeah. leads to crime, that leads to just wilding out. A lot of us are just struggling to keep a cap on the bottle on a daily basis. Right. I'm me included because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> like I'm struggling. To, I'm just like I'm surprised I haven't robbed a, a liquor store for no reason. You know what I'm saying? This, this is pre-Rona. Can you imagine now? Yeah, oh, that's shit. what I'm saying. There's a lot of people like that, Absolutely. and it leads to all these psychological, uh, you know, basically the negative aspect of it. You know, just anxiety, depression. Da, da, da. You can't just shut motherfuckers down with no yeah. plan. That wasn't one of the main points of uh, right. your posts. Right. You have to have a plan. Like, okay, once the numbers get down to this, right? Then we can let this. We, we were it's left in blind. the dark. We were left in the dark, yeah. and uh, a lot of these um, briefings that we were seeing on TV um, were just kind of off the hip, and exactly. uh, no one really knew exactly what this um, virus entailed, or how in detailed it was, or the after effects. And it's still an ongoing battle. Yeah, with people saying, "Well, you know, it's." It affects people with underlying issues, so they should stay at home. And then you have the other people saying, yeah, but, you know, the kids shouldn't go back to school. And everybody has an opinion. At the end yeah. of the day, we're all entitled to an opinion. Yeah. But we have these elected officials that are trying to make these decisions that's going to better us, and they have their beliefs. Yeah. And that's why the parties are divided. At the end of the day, it comes down to what's best for everybody. And we vote for a reason. Yeah. And we choose our elected officials for a reason. And whether we like it or not, they're the ones making those decisions. Yeah. So the only way to make that change is voting. Voting. And get, get in detail. Don't and vote. And being the change in your immediate circle. Exactly. Just with your own influence that you have there. And to, you know, yeah. influence the vote in that right. way as well. Right. Or revolting too. Oh, you could do that too and see how, how you know how well that worked in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> not to that level, but there's, I feel like, you know, there's there's ways to do it. There, there are there are organized ways and there's to ways to do it just totally wrong. rebel yeah and uh it gets the attention if you do it the right way right get the attention of elected officials right because there's i'll tell you right i mean you know you guys you guys you guys follow the rules that you're establishing but i've been to places <laughs> yeah it's tough and i don't blame them though i'm all for it mm -hmm. rebel so i'm all West. for it make your coins boo. do that shit <laughs> do that shit They're like i'm all for it uh and even the, the police, like, I don't think they even care. Like, they're just doing their job. Everybody's got a job to do. But mm -hmm. they're like, why would I care? But this is a bar. Like, we, we want people to have fun. Because if you don't let people do their thing, like, they're going to do crazy shit. Like, worse. the first month and a half, dude, I was losing my mind. Like, I don't have kids or a wife. Like, I'm just there. <laughs> I work from home. Dude, can you imagine Walk two steps, did? work. I, th I think that's a show in itself, <laughs> dog. Like, how do you not have kids dude. and a wife? That's something to talk about. And, but the way you're looking at me, look about this guy. <laughs> Tito, dude, it's me, Tito, Rick, who else? D doesn't have it. April. There's a few. We're older than them. Meet me and you and Rick, though. Take, take no candles. That's Single the next no topic kids. for another show I already, for these guys. I already fucked up. I got dude, two, two I don't know what Tito's excuse is, but uh, I, I don't know. Do we want to get into this topic? 
I've had a couple close calls. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fucked out the game for a minute, so don't even ask me. I'm just saying in general, I mean, you know, miscarriages happen. That's a common thing. But after you get to a certain age, I'm 44 years old. I just don't think my boys swim anymore. And, I, and I'm cool, and I'm okay with it. It wasn't in the cards for you, Jesus. I'm okay with that. I'll get a plant. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got a nice cactus. You don't have to water it too much. <laughs> How do you kill a cactus? <laughs> so, hey, Rico brought it up. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. How man. many kids do you have? Just the I one? I have one amazing daughter, yeah. I say, she don't have that many. For, for Borico, that's a disappointment. You're supposed to have 10. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a one. Right. Yeah, it should have been on a rampage, but I was raised, you know, to take it easy. Raise one correctly. Dude, so. I have not taken it easy. I don't know how I don't have 20 kids. I have not taken it easy. You always say that. And my pull-out game is horrible. I, I I've never worn a condom in my life. One day Jesus <laughs> is going to call us and be like, bro, I have like three kids that I just found out about. I got letters coming Too in. Too late. Statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> Changes his Take name. Take apart. Throw some passes. That's about it. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, okay. Well, so since we got tea, I, I purposely wanted to have this here at Il Paso. Listeners, we're actually at Il Paso, 3351, 3351 George Dieter. Uh, fuck the sweet number. You can see the damn sign. It's a dope spot too. It's T-shirts, retro toys, hats. This is bags. my brother's shop. I'm a part owner of the clothing line. He's the owner of the shop, so I always give him his props. But as a that leads into what I'm saying, how did how did all this shit affect you? Because we've never even had this discussion. It might be a little less complex as multi bar owner yeah. type shit, but I'm sure you have some some sort of stories or just give us your take on it. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, obviously when everything shut down, everybody was just completely out the business, you know what I mean? Everybody was scared to be out the house, you know? Yeah. Nobody knew what the hell was happening, you know what I mean? But, I mean, kind of like what we talked about, just evolving, cha- changing and adapting to what, what's going around on around us, you know what I mean? So, traffic obviously stopped. People weren't coming out of the home, so yeah. business-wise, retail, nobody's buying, you know, in a pandemic... You're not going to spend money about on a damn t-shirts. t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't want... You're going to buy new Shouts gear to, those that buy, buy to go where? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where are you going to go? The clubs are closed. The bars are closed. You can get some fresh gear, but who's going to see it? Like, you're, you're going to be at yeah. home. In your living room. Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That, 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 we saw the change coming where sales on shirts was just, like, minimal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything just minimized. But... We started seeing, okay, well, they're starting to make people wear masks. You know what I'm saying? So, well, we got machines and just graphic design stuff that we yeah. can adapt to that and say, well, adapt, adapt, let's, adapt. let's, let's you, make masks. You made lemonade. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You I know what I mean? And, 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 and <laughs> ultimately, that's that's what it is. In business, I mean, you, you got to just know, stay ahead of the game. Like, play with the rules. Yeah. But, you know, when they weren't allowing people to be out, you know, I, I still have my regular day job, you know, working with, uh, with Joe. Yeah, yeah, you good. <laughs> and so I was, I was good with, on that end, you know, and I was considered an essential worker. You know what I'm saying? So my day job still kept going, but because of the fear of everything going on, you know, we started saying like Joe was like, "Hey, if you could work from home or do something, do it, so we don't yeah. have so many people at the office." So I worked from my shop. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Well, here's my office now because yeah. nobody's gonna come knocking on these doors." But in the in the meantime, you know what I did was work from here doing my day job but then i was like you know what i'm paying rent here still you know what yeah, what am yeah, i gonna yeah. do to gotta generate do, yeah. money because I justify don't the make, expense mm-hmm. and yeah so i mean i'm I, I got electricity going i got this and that so i'm like well i gotta adapt because right now 
nobody's coming through these doors. We're not going to let anybody in anyways, but <laughs> I work from here. You know what I'm saying? You were scared so too, motherfucker. I was, yeah, I was like... I, I've I, never I, been. Yeah. And, and so, I want to see my friends. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, so the adaptation started happening. Well, well, let's see, what can we do? Because then businesses started doing the curbside stuff, right. you know what I mean? So then when we realized, well, it's not that crazy where, you know, at first my idea was... There's going to be police in. patrolling the streets. Like, if you're out... It was like that. Yeah. And, and, and well, in, in this side, like, where I was, my routes, I didn't see that. But I had a letter Sunset Heights. Saying, <laughs> saying, you know, I was an essential worker working with yeah, the yeah, bank yeah. and mortgage. You yeah, know you saying? had the letter. So yeah. I had a letter that justified me being out. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'll come here and work at the shop. If they come and knock on my door or catch me, I, I, I'm covered because I'm actually working right. from my shop. But I said, well... Okay, now that things kind of calm down, are dilated, no, and, and, and the rules kind of started <laughs> like changing, what? and people started having an idea of how to handle it. So I brought one of my employees here, and we we're like, we have a well, and then also there was something that was that was on the ordinance that said if you had pre-existing orders right. and stuff that you can still conduct business. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I brought one of my guys into the shop. Hey, let's start getting these orders that we had because I mean we we stopped everything. I mean after the seventeenth. Midnight, everybody was scared. Like, my employees were like, yo, can we leave early? Because I want to get home. I don't want to get pulled right. over, have the cops mess with me, this and that. So, you know. I got weed in my car. I got, this <laughs> yeah. blood, I got this roach. <laughs> I got my midnight so, smoke. That's what they really say. Yeah. So, so we, we um, adapted to that. And then after a couple of weeks, we started saying, well, we're sitting here in the shop. We can, we can, let's change our focus on what we're going to do. And then we started knocking out these orders. And then it started being where. Some of the local businesses, we started doing, you know, the masks and stuff like that, shirts and stuff. We had a lot of people from... A lot of masks. But, but <laughs> believe it or not, masks from hospitals. Good. You know what I'm saying? Nurses. And, and I'm like, there's a shortage on it. Like, Which is, is weird. This is crazy. Like, I That's got... That's super weird. One, one, one nurse found out that we could do masks. And, like, people couldn't get masks anywhere. Mm -hmm. So everybody was like, yo, you guys got masks. And it was like crack. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, oh, shit. So, we got the Ricky Ross of masks over here, dog. Everybody, like, I, the I, real I, Ricky I Ross. We started getting... <laughs> Freeway Tito. Damn. You put some bacon soda on that mask? Nope. You don't know what I'm sniffing fun. underneath that mask. <laughs> no, hey, but, but isn't that weird? The hospitals have the same resources. You ordering your shit off the internet. Yeah, you know. And or whatever I, you're getting I, I just, from. I just think that, you know, I mean, people are freaking out and they're not being resourceful. You know what I mean? So in us, like, kind of adapting, well, we do clothing. You know, we have... Um, Hospitals access. probably have contracts with certain suppliers too, so like if they run out, they don't have the amount, right? liberty to stray from that. Maybe right, I don't know. I'm right. guessing. I don't know. True, true. Yeah, and so that that's kind of where we come started. get this old Paso mask. Yeah, we were like, you know what? We'll we'll do whatever we need to do. I could keep ordering them. So I mean, the demand was crazy, dude. So that that was kind of our. <laughs> Several little... months later, El Paso is still here. <laughs> yeah, well, hold on. Let's, let's think about this one, right? Not, not to knock down the brand, like it's a dope name, but would you want a nurse taking care of that says El Paso on her? <laughs> no. Mask? We started talking about this. We were talking about because he wanted to have like a slogan at some point about ale, but like, like having having like a fundraiser charity theme about helping. So like, no, it's almost reinforcing it. Like ale. Like, yeah, we have to be real careful with yeah, that one too. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a you know. It's I guess oxymoronic type I, shit. Yeah, ironic too. You know what I mean? Super ironic because 
here they are, they're coming to us, and we're ill. You know what I mean? Yeah, so nah. like, <laughs> the, the only reason I say that, because I, when, I, when I got that first shirt from you, I went to yeah. Walgreens one time. I'm in line. Oh, word. And I'm standing there, walking the old Apostle shirt, you know, and this older lady in front of me. And I say older, because I'm old, and she's older. <laughs> and right when she pays, she turns around, she says, if you hate this city so much, you should just leave. Because it's a like, sale? Yeah, and I'm like, excuse Dude, me? I've had a similar experience. Excuse me? And she walks away, and I'm looking at the cashier like, what just happened? She's no, like, I had a similar experience. <laughs> Not that bad. That's worse. But yeah. somebody was like, what do you mean by ill? Like, is something wrong with El Paso? Like, I go, no, I have to explain something. It's just Yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I had to explain it to her because I was like, no, right. Illmatic, Nas. And she was like, what? <laughs> Can't Can Illmatic to this old I, I, I drive an automatic. halftime. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've had that experience on, at the barbecue. on a, a plane, man. <laughs> oh Flying back to El Paso, I had a guy that was an older gentleman in his 70s, kind of cowboy rancher type, and he was just like, explain to me, what does that mean? And he was like really like questioning yeah, well, me. Sir. And I said, well, you know, nowadays, I had to explain to him, like, you know, like... See, Nasir. <laughs> Nasir Ben Rod Jones, not, not, son of a jazz player. Not, jazz, uh, not, not player. bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Have I, you heard the word dope? <laughs> Same shit. Right? You know, like, like, I was like, you know, like, it's like sick. Like, it's it's, it's a word that we it's use. It's like, like sick. You know it's what I mean? Like, 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 it's exactly like, sick. Like, like, yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, I was trying to explain to him, you know, but he, he didn't get it. He just, he thought it was disrespectful. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I was just, just jump like, em. well, you know, hey, <laughs> I was like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, you're setting your ways, but you don't understand. And then the wife jumped in and said, you know, this new generation, this and that, and tried to explain it. Oh, my God. Every, and, every fucking, you know, there's colloquialisms everywhere. Everybody, everybody has their slang. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They just they were just hating on it. They they know. It, was it a country guy you said? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably they know it's some black shit. So they're being there's, there's a part of my brain that thinks they're being racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be, could be. You know, like oh, that ill. Yeah, and and that was the funny thing because like I said, with this whole pandemic, it was kind of like okay, well now people are looking at us now in a different light too. You know what I mean? Like. What does it mean? Everybody's ill now. You know what I mean? So we're, 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 we're representing the ill. We need to change. We need to rebrand this shit. Everybody's ill now. But you know, I always well like, Matic. It's uh, well Matic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Politically correct. Well Matic. Cured Matic. Cured. Vaccine Matic. Something. It's like Little Wayne said. I'm ill, not sick. You know what well I mean? Well Paso. And, 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 it's and, Well Paso. <laughs> there's a difference. You know it rhymes with El. Cured. Well Paso. Write that shit down. This is a joke. <laughs> we should make a well passage here with the minutes. same part. Yeah, no, I'm really gonna do it. Yeah, assistant, take notes, write that take one down, notes. please. Yeah, so I mean that that was the biggest ironic moment for us in this whole thing was that it kind of started off because you know there was a need for that, you know, and a lot of a lot of nurses that were dealing with this front line um, didn't have access to masks, and so I was like, well, you know what, we can get them all day, you know, yeah. and then. Um, not only that, you know, uh, even uh, Pooh, Pooh Hef, he was one of the ones that jumped on in the beginning and he was getting masked and he had told me, he was like, yo, like, cause you know, he's been dealing with some health issues right, over the right. years and kind of mm -hmm. like, like, Hey, premeditating, like, Hey, look, this, this is about to hit, man. We need to get it. So he was kind of one of the ones that jumped off in the beginning and got some mask for us. The first run of mask was with him, you know, and we, the trade off we did like for his, uh, Gecko Bros radio. Right. And so I was like, cool, man. And then when we had them, everybody was asking. So I was like, well, we need to get them faster. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we started getting them, and, and, and that's kind of where we're at. That I mean, you did a service to this. Anybody making masks, 
of course, we're trying to make money and all that, but you did a service to the city because people Absolutely. needed masks. Yes. Well, you know, so that's, and uh, here's the thing, because one, one thing that crossed my mind, and this was kind of the thing that I thought was kind of weird, like, I guess just a speaking point. You know, I think there was a lot of controversy when we had the shooting here, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And people were making shirts mm -hmm. and people were doing El Paso Strong shirts, right? And there was a lot of criticism on those shirts. Like people were making money people off making of it. People making a buck off of it. Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of people that were speaking on it. You know what I mean? And, mm. you know, we, we, we did mm. a run of shirts and stuff, whatever. Um, but I think it changed when it came to masks nobody was talking about you guys are making money off masks yeah. you know what i'm saying well that because shows you the less logical brain the logical mind doesn't give a fuck if somebody's making a buck yeah but when you're running off of emotion yeah so it's more like oh the mask is helping and so that can shift and change and which is weird but and and, and, and the thing is <laughs> i'm the, a lot I'm, I'm dr spock in this motherfucker the the honest truth of it too because we've never really said and focused on pushing the mask out there right if you know you know and we've sold a lot of masks but it's not even out there on front street you know what i'm saying right. because it's like well you want to know about making a book we've made more dollars <laughs> off this mask off these alpaca structures <laughs> you know because because people are gonna have their opinion and they're yeah. gonna they're, they're gonna think that you're making a buck off of a pandemic or you're making a buck off of a shooting and a, a crisis you know what i'm saying and it's just like look you know what like we're just gonna do our part and adapt it's just like when we were short on respirators as mm -hmm. a nation. What did the what did the automobile industry do? Right, they adapted. Yeah. They, they stopped making hand sanitizer, and, and, and PPE. Yeah, and, and yes, uh, what's it called? Not breweries, but um, uh, alcohol. distilleries. Distilleries, distilleries are, yeah, started making. And, and were people mad that they were doing that? No, because this is in our lane. Mm -hmm. If there's something that we can do, that one like T-shirt wise, going back people to that talk are built about on that, emotion. You have to. It's all about marketing. <laughs> so it's about. It twisting it in well, a way you, where when you, it's when you acceptable have the, when you and palatable bigger, to them. When you have the bigger facility, then you're stepping up. You're assisting a nation. Yeah. When you have the smaller facility, like you're you, making a instance, buck. You're not making... It's, That's it's, how they perceive it's, it. It's perceived as making a buck, but it's in reality, yeah. you're making That's lemonade. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. to yeah, the... Yeah, you're out there making lemonade. I'll, yeah, I'll be wrong, but to the weaker mind, you have to twist it in a different way. Right. Yeah, <laughs> because like, you know what? Like, I never saw like the El Paso Strong shirts and merchandise as making a buck because it was like, you know, half the... I mean, people were upset that they weren't donating to the cause, right? You know what I'm saying? I think that was one of the biggest beef that people had. But it's like, you know what? At the same time, I think that people emotionally were looking for some kind of representation right. of the city because I think, you know, shirts were sold out left and right from mm -hmm. anybody producing them. You couldn't find an El Paso Strong shirt, but the nation, everybody wanted them from right. coast to coast because... People that were from here that moved wanted to represent the city that they were from or had some affiliation. They wanted to be, you know, proud. like proud. Yeah, a pride right. of, of, of what we are. Because, yeah. like you said, the people chocolate. making the shirts are giving them an opportunity to represent. Yeah. And it's one of those topics that can go left and right and on forever. And it's just sad. Like, just worry about your immediate family. <laughs> like, who cares what anybody else is doing? I think it's just sad when people always try and make something negative out of something that isn't necessarily trying to be negative. Like, people are exactly. always going to try and, like, bring that's something people, down. That's how you know America's a, the best country in the world because you have run out of problems. Like, this is what you're worried about? <laughs> Somebody making shirts? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and you have no problems. Like, you have a blessed life if that's what you're bitching about. Hashtag blessed. The, the way I people saw try to get their next meal. Is mm -hmm. like is like if we were in the business for years, like say Smith & Wesson making guns, right? And, I'm proud and all of a sudden, America. 
Ten years later, this 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 happens, and then now everybody's trying to buy guns to protect themselves. Right. And we just so happen to be in the right business at the right mm-hmm. time, and now everybody's buying guns. You can't fault us for making what we already have been right. making and providing something Long story to the short, people. People are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Nation of Islam saying eighty five percent. That's the eighty five percenters, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The five yeah. percent of the poor righteous teachers. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Like, I'm gonna move on to because uh, Rico promised me, even though he's been teasing it, uh, he's got a new business. Yes. He's opening a new business. Yes. And first question before I go into that is, I just want to ask, are the rumors true? I'm straight. <laughs> no, do you wear boxers or briefs? No. <laughs> no. I commando, dog. Because I, I keep hearing you're trying to take over the world. That's what I hear. Uh, <laughs> Another true. business. This yeah, guy. I think they thriving, are. Thriving. Thriving yeah. in this pandemic. More power to That's team. why this is my hero, more dude. Power, more power, brother. He doesn't know this because I don't want to like, you know, suck his dick too much, but I'm saying like, Behind his back, am I not always like Rico? Yeah. Like, I want him to be my mentor. Without you there, he is constantly sucking your dick. I, I, Figuratively I, I, speaking, I, but yeah, I, I, I get that that sensation sometimes <laughs> out of nowhere. I mean, thank you, man. Thank you. It's spiritual I'm, shit. I'm gonna you know? raise the visual, but I'm right there, man. I'm right there that tingly you. feeling. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I need Jesus to give me that tingly feeling down there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can we talk about the the new business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with the opossum factory, I'm very excited about it. You know, the, with the opossum. Well, one, I am central as fuck. I Hell love yeah. central. <laughs> central is El Paso as it is is the city that I made my home 20 years ago officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that you always prop it up. I yeah. love it. Like this city, the diversity, episode, the opportunity. Talking, yeah. This city is amazing. A lot of people don't see it, but I've lived it. And I have zero complaints, and this this city has been amazing. Um, with the El Paso Wing Factory, that was in honor of El Paso. We opened up the El Paso Wing Factory as a brand like that we wanted to expand. You're going to purposely put the name El Paso Absolutely in the we wanted the, not just the, because you have a lot of Star Mountain or, you know, yeah. City Lights and stuff like that, but um, we needed to put the name in the brand, and we needed to have a wing with craft flavors that differentiated us from the rest. And it is expandable, and we... we we have current people interested in allowing us to expand and, and, and financing us to expand, but we're going at our own pace there. Um, in any business, you want something that um, it's, it covers the broad spectrum of what you offer when it comes to food and beverage. You know, you could do a bar and you could be happy with that bar and a lot of people have been successful with the bar, whether it's a big bar or a small bar. Yeah. And you could have a restaurant and you could have a little restaurant that sits 20 people or a restaurant that sits 100 and it just bases on the product that you offer. So when we open up the Opasa Wing Factory and we're going into our fourth month, um, and it's been very, it's been very good. The, 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 I, the, I love it there. The city has done great, and and we get the, the support from from our our fans and friends and, and people that never tried our wings before, and they come back, and that's a good feeling. So in Central, heading back to why I'm Central as fuck, there's plenty yeah. of opportunity in Central and I love Central. I, I love my Do area. Do we already have shirts that say Central as fuck? Uh, we, you guys don't, but I did get one made. Uh, shout out to Jennifer. She made me a, well, a Central say, I want to wear one. Absolutely. I, 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 I stayed in Central for a good amount of time in my uh, early 20s. Jennifer, you're listening. Jesus needs a Central as fuck shirt. It took forever to get my El Paso Wing Factory shirt. Oh! <laughs> Whose fault is that? Side story. It was there for you. Um, <laughs> I asked Homegirl the yeah, they were a little lost that day. <laughs> Continue my bad. So, it, uh, um, 
the success of the Opossum Wig Factory, you know, I'm sitting back one day and I I, I uh, was looking at Central and I noticed a building uh, very close to Dewey's that uh, was, wasn't open even after the restrictions were lifted. There were restaurants, but they weren't operating. Uh, they didn't open okay. back up. So I, um, I reached out to my partner and said, hey, man, like, let's find out how we could secure this building. He did the, his part. And before you know, we locked in the lease. So um, oh, yeah. what Dope. used to be Fat Bear in Central on the corner used of... Used to be Rincón de Villa. Yeah, used to be Rincón de Villa, then Orale, and then yeah. uh, Fat Bear. Yeah. And uh, now it's going to be called, name reveal, drum roll, please. <laughs> Foul Mouths. Really? Oh, I like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. F-O-W-L Mouths. Because of... Chicken, chicken or what? Yeah, we're going to do Hell yeah. pollo al carbón, clamatos, and cervezas. Oh, nice. Um, so this guy's got the ideas, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's kind of what was missing to bring that area together. You know, we have a lot of great businesses in that neighborhood. We have, you know, Poor Judgment, which is a really cool bar. You have this amazing little spot called Dewey's Corner Pub. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've heard about it. I've heard My of it. favorite spot. Sounds familiar. <laughs> and you have uh, uh, Vidi Joe Bronson, which is some great food. Um, was it you that commented on my shit a while back when things started coming up? Did I not say when I was living there in the alley, uh, the Ninja Hideout? Uh huh. I was like, "This is an untapped area." Oh and yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I posted oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. And then I five points, the whole five points. Yeah, and then there. like there was a uh, you know the memories brought it back because people started opening yeah, businesses, Dewey's and whatever, the, whatever else. So, like, I've been trying to tell you. I, I, by, just, by I, just, I just, I just, I just need ten percent from all the businesses. <laughs> <what> I'm, <saying. laughs> I'm trying to tell you, it's right here. The like landlord is untapped. It's untapped. <laughs> it it yeah. is untapped. Tons of potential. Now it's now it's tapped. But yeah, yeah. And then the homies like you know doing it right. Yeah, Rico's you know, doing it right. You have coconuts. You have one eighth with some great pizza. You have yeah, headquarters with some great draft beers. But and even good coffee. You know they have great burritos, great tacos, but they close early. Yeah, they but close early. But it's a dope spot. Exactly. You even got crimson veil tattoo. You get your tattoos done right, over here. Right. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. They're, they're our neighbors right there at the Wing Factory. Did Salt and Honey move. Salt and Honey's still there. Oh, okay. Man, you know Maggie Salt and Honey is great job with Salt and Honey. Yeah, you know, I love. Her. Beautiful spot. Oh, yeah. it's, it's almost like the, Salt and Honey's like what G two was back in the Cincinnati days when it first okay. opened. You know, yeah. Um, and we decided that what was missing was that pollo al carbón, that that flavor, that Man. that um, you know. It's about to get real, dude. It's it's. I got Peruvian recipes. I got uh, Central American recipes. Like I got so many recipes that I, I want to put into this chicken, um, and just get that smell out there and that flavor and that yeah. badass patio and, and it's gonna be really nice it's a oh, really cool oh, yeah. concept that's fucking and dope hopefully we should be open in about 60 days if things go right 90 days at, at worst but are you gonna allow parking from other we, we ha- yeah I will <laughs> allow parking from other pages if you're parking Fat Bear they're gonna tow you oh uh, yeah <laughs> Fat Bear just wasn't being nice to us you know they, they wouldn't allow yeah. us to, to park there Fat Bear don't care <laughs> <laughs> but no we're gonna be really nice but shout out to Fat Bear that's a, they got some good shit too though. no their, their food is good I, I cannot the hustle yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, dude, the central shit's popping off. I'm glad to be associated with uh, the homie, but there's several. But th- this this is what I like about Rico. He'll still promote other businesses. He's not. There's like that's one thing about. There's positive things about El Paso, like he's always uh, you know highlighting. But there's also the crabs in a bucket mentality, yeah, yeah. which we don't focus on that. Oh, Th- there's logo. enough out there for everybody, you know. <laughs> There's, there's enough out there for everybody. Why, why, why are we gonna badmouth people? You know. But uh, yeah. so, but that's how he's like. He's, he'll he'll promote other businesses. You know. Uh, what but I'm that's also why you 
probably been so successful because you don't have that like negativity and exactly. you like projected or yeah you know you have to have surround yourself with good vibes good people yeah and this is a very competitive industry let's let's put it that way and then you know there's no no secret that uh monthly the controller's office releases the numbers of sales of yeah. what bars paying taxes and if you reverse that you can figure out what their sales were yeah yeah and yeah you know when you open up a business you want to be successful and prosperous and you want to compete sometimes in some way whether it's friendly or not with something similar to your concept yeah but at the end of the day we're all in this together and we all got shut down at the same time and we all live under the same mandates so no one's better than the next person because you take away all that you're left with the core of the human that you are yeah exactly and if you're an asshole you're going to be an asshole by yourself whether with other That's assholes. That's my point, yeah. yeah. And I've never seen a bunch of assholes like, in a room get along. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I never have. Like, bad-mouthing another business doesn't do anything for yours. It does yeah. nothing for you. It's not going to increase your penis size. It's not going to get your ego bigger. It's, it's, it's going to do nothing if for you're you. Doing it, if you're doing things right by your own business, Absolutely. you're secure. You don't even have time to worry about yeah. There's no time else. to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've been a type, and you guys know that. I get... I see a business struggling. I, I offer my two cents in a very yeah. friendly and passionate way. Sometimes they take the advice, sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, no one should be struggling when you're surrounded by people that want to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Foul mouth. I can't wait. Foul do we, mouth. Do we have a release date? Do we have a... Yeah, uh, I'm like we're, super excited. We're shooting for November 1st. Uh, the, oh, shit, that's right around uh, the corner. We meet the engineers tomorrow, actually, and uh, our contractor, and we should be ready to break ground. Who designed your logo? Uh, that was Xavier Xavier Vasquez my boy uh, he, oh, uh, he I give him these ideas and I he lives in California so like oh, between okay. one and four in the morning is when the creative juices flow <laughs> and then I've been telling him from day one Adderall's so, a hell of a drug X when you X when you hear this you know I, I still owe you I've been like hey send me an invoice he's like just send me a dick pic I was like All holy right. shit alright cool bro <laughs> let me fluff up <laughs> doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be yours <laughs> let's pick a random one <laughs> let's Google I'll send him mine. <laughs> well, four no. inches of this shit. Shout out to X, man. He does, he's done a great job. Hey, Candace, I, I don't know if she remembers, but she supposedly had some questions for you. All right, Candace, let's hear it. So. This is how we're going to end it. <laughs> I think we kind of already Shady answered it, but like, we kind of did, but not really. I just. <laughs> just what? Don't get nervous. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to like say it. I have it in my head. Spit it out. Just say it. Just on a podcast, so you should know how to say it. Let me try and articulate it properly. No need to articulate. Just go. How do you keep? I mean, we already kind of talked about. It. You just kind of have to keep going with it. But like, how do you keep your creativeness with all the also changes? Also, creativity. Whatever. <laughs> all the changes. Like, like you obviously have to stay on top of, like, your rules and whatever you have to follow. But then you also have, like, your own vision for how things are going to be. So, like, how do you mi- mush all of that together? You to mesh it all together with a great team. I've been blessed to have people Some work with me. Shit. And, man, I'm <laughs> telling you, I've, I've been blessed with people that, t- that have worked with me. And by this point in time, they kind of already see my vision right yeah. so like you're all on the same page we're all on the same page and, and it's not all it doesn't always flow correctly but it takes them a while sometimes but yeah. once we get on that road it's just there's no end in sight like that right. road is gonna get yeah. traveled like once you're going you're going absolutely I, i've always tell them you know we're gonna get to the finish line together and um you have to adapt you have to read into everything you just can't believe something that's told to you you have to read it because in the words 
it's definitely going to be different. There's going to be oh, a, yeah. there's a you know, just like the example I gave of being, being closed on the 17th. You know, okay. <laughs> we closed immediately. We could have stayed up until midnight because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 18th. I always heard. I'm surprised you didn't err on that other side. You know, that surprises me. Of you. I should have, but it there surprises was, me. There was bit. a lot of people out there concerned with the the, the gravity of this pandemic yeah. and the virus, and it was were unknown. Con- be honest with me. Were you concerned of the opinion, the uh, perception of you? Every not day, giving a fuck. Every day, of course, because you 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 don't want to make the wrong move, yeah. especially in a very sensitive time like now, where everybody mm-hmm. has an opinion, and some people could influence that opinion on others. Which right yeah, now, yeah, that's yeah. what's going on in our and nation. That can spread, yeah. Our nation's in a mess right now yeah. because everybody's passionate about certain things, but they don't get to the core of it. We have elected officials, and instead of rioting, you know, in Portland or or seizing cities or burning down police stations, take that money, get a lobbyist, pass a yeah. bill. And be passionate about that. Get to that. the root of the problem. Get to the root of the problem. Yeah. Go to your public officials and hold them to it, you know? And don't let them say, oh, I couldn't get the votes. No, you can. You're just outside influenced by monies that don't come, you know, come People have excuses. Rico, do you read? Yeah, uh, yes. What are some of the, the past, like, three or four books you've read, man, that man. you can recommend? Let As we close this out, we're going to go with the Let me tell you, I list. love, I've always been passionate about Stephen King. All right. And at least once a year, I read It. And I read the stand. <laughs> I read both novels. That's so cute. I'm over here he's gonna come with some self like personal development so shit. That is a double <laughs> negative. This for you know, my personal development is hands on. You know, I've been blessed with amazing people. You know, like great people. My my because partner, what you're talking about to me reminds me of uh, how to win friends and influence people. Dale, Dale Carnegie shit. Nah, uh, that's still nah, in the street. Nah, 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 that's, nah, but nah. that's the same. That's the principle. Uh, is it Carnegie, the steel industry motherfucker? He's, you know, he basically said, I'm going to surround myself with motherfuckers. I don't know shit about steel. I'm going to surround myself with motherfuckers that know about steel, but he's the main dude, though, you know what I mean? So it's about the team. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Where did you get that from then? Which part? Just about knowing how to build a team, like knowing Military. the importance. Uh, the, my my Military. father was a huge influence. You know, my dad, uh, I, I mentioned this in the last show, you know, he, he came yeah, from did. came from Puerto Rico at a very young age, cut sugar cane in New York for quarters, um, was a dishwasher, was a short order cook until the owners took, you know, they, they recognized him and they gave him an opportunity to, you know, get his own spot and then his brother and my uncle, they put their money together and they bought their own little store and Damn. he always built teams. He always believed in people and gave them an opportunity and he had one saying that I, I carry to this day was give people enough rope to hang themselves. Yeah, you know, you you I'm all about it. pretty much, and that's where you realize that you cut ties. And um, somebody today with that phrase would be like, "He's racist." He used that terminology, and somebody be like, you "Does know, it bug you that quote. people don't get it?" That it, it, it's it's annoying, it's very <laughs> annoying. But you yeah. cannot change people's perspectives. You got to allow yeah. them to run with that because sooner or later they're going to realize, you know, this negative attitude or my viewpoint ain't working. And it's either you abide or you adapt. You know, you have yeah. to figure out a way to. You know, make that work. It, it's the pessimistic versus optimistic. Pretty much glass half full. Yeah. As long as there's yeah. vodka in it, I don't care if it's half full. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm in, you know? But it's about like knowing to cut ties with certain people. Pretty much, yeah. Some anybody. people make excuses with continuing to associate with certain types. Right. Oh, he's been my friend for 20 years. Who gives a fuck if they're being toxic or negative? Like, right. you gotta. Set that, boundaries and cut these people you, off. You don't want a negative. Nancy. I'll cut my own family off if they're being dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. But uh, it's the same principle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Any, uh, I think we're good, man. Any, any last words, Candace? Candace, or any last other words. questions that no, you've forgotten? No, questions. Did you got the big eyelashes on. Got my big eyelashes on. <laughs> Jesus, we're gonna go eat. 
foul mouths when it opens. I, foul I can't mouths. wait. Boy, I got one. What's the date you're looking at opening? Uh, November 1st November, is the target yep. date. November 1st. Okay, dope. Okay. Yeah. Any any final words, Tito? Any plugs? Thank you. Shout outs. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's it, it's just crazy. But, uh, you know, shout out to Jesus having us on again and um, glad you could do it here. It's good yeah. to have Rico here kind of for this episode. It's special, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I mean, I, let's keep doing it, man. Let's keep, let's keep oh, grinding yeah. and keep working with good people that are in the city making a difference, man. And, and, uh, yeah, shout out to both of you guys keeping this show going, man, and connecting people. You know what I mean? It's all about networking. Yeah. 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 No doubt. Absolutely. Same to you, Rico. Any plugs thank you shout out oh shit you know big big props man thank you jesus you know i know i bug you every now and then like hey man let's just get back on the other let's have some fun so thank you for allowing <laughs> me again um big props to my team at dewey's you know we we reopened oh, yeah. on the first and uh we're abiding by these mandates and you know the goal is for them to make a little money and they're doing pretty good and our guests are satisfied my wing factory el paso wing factory family holding down doing an amazing job keeping us afloat uh my business partners at uh the uh, the new found miles which should be opening November first, oh, and yeah. my my long term influencers you know my my friends that have kept me alive with great advice, Keith Mahar, Al Frank Catucci, um, Luis Dominguez, uh, Christine Aguilar, um, there's tons of people that have just been amazing with advice and support yeah. and instrumental in the growth in the city and the list is long those are the immediate ones that come to mind but um, it's just a good feeling to know that you have people you could count on. Great friends, you know, Chris Natividad, Sonny Vidales, and uh, Lance McQueen, Joaquin White. like all these Holy people. Shit. This, this could go on for hours. I want to meet these guys. I, I haven't met half these people. We're well, in the wrong circles. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you, you know Joaquin if you're White. You're uh, in the room. You're in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> big Jazz, with, do you know Big Jazz? Oh yeah, Jazz, yeah. He jazz. knows Big Jazz. What's up, Big Jazz. jazz, man? Yeah, you know Jazz. Do I? Yeah. Who's Big yeah. Jazz? Jazz always. That's his from back in the fusion days, man. Jazz, jazz was always man. one of his dudes, always in the mix, man. He's been around. It's everything funny, he's this done. This guy, he that's like recently posted his picture with this. <laughs> Oh, my old homies? school, yeah. my old school. That shit was dope, oh, shit, dog. I didn't see that. I got to go back and shit? look at that. Dude, pull that shit up. We'll do it later, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jazz. Yeah, Jazz been around for a minute. That's your yes. dude. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's been my, my main man from day one. You guys came out to the Karis one together. I think that's that was right. That's right. Okay. Was it Rakim or Karis that one? That was Karis one. Karis one. Karis one. Right? Okay. I'm like, I wish I had internet on this shit. I can pull up that picture. Dope. Pull up that picture. Let's show Candace after... We're about to close it up. Candice, don't make fun of my shirt, all right? This is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sweet Jesus Radio.